0: hi guys it's fiona here from ielts exam training courses and members academy today i'm looking at a reading passage two which is perfect for lots of reasons um it fits two vocabulary topics which is farming and agriculture and it also has lots of different types of questions sorry i'm just looking at the questions yes so it has true false not given and uh Completing sentences, which we don't do very often, so I thought it was quite useful. And also it's perfectly divided into two halves, which I often argue is the secret to finding the answers quickly. And also um, it's got loads of things like capital letters and numbers which will help you find the answers even quicker. Um, I must apologise in advance I'm sitting in the car waiting for my husband to come out of university out of the university or out of university this week I've been looking at the use of the article when you're talking about places Um, so there are about five places where you don't need the article let me give you an example so When you do a degree, you go to university because you're studying, you're doing a degree, you're a student, you go to university. But when I work at the university, I go to the university because I'm not studying there. Um, So you don't use the article when you go there for the purpose that the building was built for. Does that make sense? So, it came from last week's podcast, which was all about prisons and crime, and I realised that you say, okay, we go to prison. If you're a prisoner, that's why prison was built, so you go to prison, or you stay in prison. But if you go to visit somebody, you say, I went to the prison. Same works for hospital, so... You get the pattern now. If you're a patient, you go to hospital. If you visit somebody, you visit them in the hospital. And finally, I think for school and college, same thing again. You go to school when you're studying. And even if you're a teacher, really, you'd go to the school. Um, Because a school was built for you to learn, not to teach. If you see what I mean. So if you're a student, you go to university, go to school, go to college. If you're a prisoner, you go to prison. If you're sick, you go to hospital. And actually, on the way here, we realized there was one more I haven't mentioned, and that's court. Um, So... You go to court or you take somebody to court in order to go through the legal process. But if you're going to court to meet somebody, for example, then you'd go to the court or to support them. You'd say, go to the court. So that's it really. And I put a post there about it today. All of the other ones, like go to the cinema, the theatre... Um, the shops, uh, the doctor, the dentist, the pharmacist, the butcher, the baker, they still take the. So really it's only with those prison hospital schools, universities and court that it the rule applies. So yes, let's move on to this reading called Endless Harvest. Um As I mentioned, it's divided into two parts and it's all about salmon fishing in Alaska. So salmon, as you know, is a kind of fish. There's a silent L there and they also give you some vocabulary. They talk about spawn, which means to release eggs. And spawners, fish that have released eggs. So I need to tell you that before we start, because it comes up in a few of the questions. But any difficult vocabulary like that, they'll give you if it's essential. Um, so as usual, it starts with a background about um, the native inhabitants called the land Alaska, meaning the great land. So now we call it Alaska. Then it joined the United States, so it's kind of the history of it, the background, and then um, talks about how important the fish industry is in Alaska, uh, the types of fish that are produced there and how important it is um, to the economy. Then it mentions Overfishing. So these are huge IELTS topics um, in my vocabulary course. So the problems of the environment, things like overfishing, um, and there's a lot of vocabulary here about being sustainable. Um, but they overfished, they took too many fish and basically it crashed. So then the second half, so that was the problem, the second half is about the solution. They introduced um, biologists who really monitor how many fish there are and tell people when they can fish. And this has been very successful. And that's it really. The second half talks about... How successful it's been, and the continuing problems like climate change, climate shifts. Um but then they they set up this Marine Stewardship Council or MSC um, to make sure that fish stocks are maintained healthily. Right, so As I said, it's divided into two halves and the first set of questions are true, false and not given. So, the first question says, talks about the inhabitants, um, the native inhabitants. So, we go to the first paragraph and it says, The inhabitants of the Aleutian Islands renamed their islands Alaska. So we ask ourselves the question: Did the inhabitants rename their islands Alaska? And in the text, it says the native inhabitants called this land mass Alaska. They didn't rename it the the next people renamed it Alaska but it was originally called Alaska so the first 14 is false they did not rename their islands Alaska they it was what they originally called them so that's false now the second one or question 15 says Alaska's fisheries are owned by some of the world's largest companies. This is a tricky one because when you look for the word fisheries, it says Alaska's commercial fisheries have developed into some of the largest in the world. What does that mean? Well, it means the fisheries are the largest in the world. But the question says Alaska's fisheries are owned by some of the world's largest companies. So you have to ask yourself the question, who owns Alaska's fisheries? Simply don't know. We don't know. It just says they are some of the largest in the world. We don't know who owns them. So 15 is not given. 16 again is slightly odd, I think, for IELTS. Um, it says life in Alaska is dip- dependent on salmon. You might think that's a bit extreme to think that the whole of life in Alaska is dependent, depends on salmon. My instinct would be to say, well, no, no. But when you read the evidence, it says the true cultural heart and soul of Alaska's fisheries is salmon. Salmon pump through Alaska like blood through a heart, bringing rhythmic, circulating nourishment to land, animals and people. So although that sounds very kind of literary and not factual, actually the answer is true, it does. Life does depend on salmon because it's like blood through a heart and it nourishes the land, the animals and the people. And it's the true cultural heart and soul. Salmon is the true cultural heart and soul of Alaska's fisheries. So the answer in the book is true, although I don't like it. Question 17, we're looking for a number. It says 90% of all Pacific salmon caught are sock eye or pink salmon. So this is where they mention the names of salmon. Um, And it says in the text that there are five species. Okay, so we need to know 90% of all the salmon which is caught, what are they? And what it says is 90% of all Pacific salmon are produced there so this is mathematics this often comes up and oh, 90% of all the salmon which is caught in north america is produced in alaskan waters which is pacific salmon but we don't know What percentage of this salmon is sockeye or pink salmon? We don't know what breeds they are. It simply says 90% of all Pacific salmon is produced there. So tricky, very tricky. It's not given um, because we don't know of that 90% what breeds they are. Question 18, more than, nice simple one, more than 320,000 tons of salmon were caught, past tense, in Alaska in 2000. So you quickly go to during 2000, commercial catches of Pacific salmon in Alaska exceeded 320,000 tonnes. Exceeded, meaning more than during 2000, in 2000, catches of Pacific salmon, so that means the salmon that was caught, then the answer is correct. More than means exceeded, so the answer is true. Question 19. Between 1940 and 1959 there was a sharp decrease decrease in alaska's salmon population so you quickly go to the next paragraph and it's between 1940 and 59 you can see it in the first line overfishing led to crashes in salmon populations crashes what's a crash well it's a sharp decrease. This is how the reading integrates with your writing. Task one for academic. Crash is a great word to use for a sharp, sudden decrease. Yeah, so, yes, it's true. There was a sharp decrease. Overfishing led to crashes. Correct. 19 is true. Question 20. during the nineteen nineties, you go to the next no the end of this paragraph where it says during the nineteen nineties, the average number of salmon caught each year was a hundred million. So indeed it says during the nineties annual harvests, that's each year harvest is how much was caught were. Well, in excess of a hundred million, so we already know it's much, much more than a hundred million, and on several occasions, over two hundred million fish, so the question is the average number was a hundred million. And it says in the text it was well in excess of 100 million, which means a lot more than. So, what do you think? Well, yes, it's false. Because in excess of tells us more than, but the statement just said the average. And again, you can see how in excess of could really help you in the writing task one when you're talking or describing uh, numbers. So that is the end of the true false not given. Um, Oh, and before I forget, we've talked about the vocabulary and harvest. um, Such an important one. I've made an Instagram post only on that word. It just comes up so often. So you've got harvest, uh, yield and crop, and they're often confused. So go and have a look at my Instagram post um, about that all you need to know here is harvest is the number of salmon caught. Okay, so let's move on to part two and it changes and it talks about the solutions. This time you've got questions 21 to 26 and there are six sentences and you need to finish the sentence. So 21 says, in Alaska, biologists keep a check on adult fish. And all of the options, so there's option A to K, so that's A, B, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 options. All of them start with two. So you have to work out what is the purpose of the biologists why are the biologists keeping a check on adult fish well i won't read out all of the examples but you can see from the text what they do they sit in the counting towers they use sonar they watch from aeroplanes and they talk to fishermen Um, the field biologists can put a halt to fishing And it's this management mechanism that has allowed salmon stocks to prosper. So you can see that the biologists, what they're doing, they're watching, they're checking, they're talking to fishermen um, and they've got the power to stop people from fishing. So there's a lot there, but what is overall their purpose? Well, the answer is G, to ensure that fish numbers are sufficient to permit fishing. They need to make sure that there are enough numbers there to allow people to fish. That's as simple as it gets. Now, 22 is in the same paragraph because it says biologists have the authority to do something. What? Well, the authority means they have the power. They can if they want to. We've already mentioned that they can put a halt to fishing. Now, a halt means to stop something. Halt I see coming up so often to halt, especially in the questions. So yes, they have the power to halt fishings and the answer is E, to stop people fishing for sport. Yeah, actually the next sentence says even sport fishing can be brought to a halt, that's H-A-L-T. Look out for it, it comes up a lot. Question 23 is all capital letters because it's a scheme and it's called In Season Abundance Based Management. So, I-S-A-B-M has allowed the alaska salmon fisheries to do what so again um, you go to that capital letters it's at the start of the paragraph but the whole paragraph leads us to its purpose and the purpose is um, it this management mechanism has allowed alaska salmon stocks to Prosper. A huge key word. To prosper. To thrive. To be successful. 23. And when you look at the answer, it's exact synonym. What I give you as a synonym is B. To be successful. And you could only know that if you know the word Prosper. It is on my list of keywords in my vocabulary course because I see it in the answers all the time. Um, Question 24, we've got more capital letters now, it's got the Marine Stewardship Council, so that's MSC, and that is in the next paragraph, so it's easy to find. And the question is, when was it established? Oh, sorry, no, it's not. Why was it established? So it says the MSc was established and you need to find out why. Well, this is a bit more difficult. um, But what it does is it certifies, means it gives a certificate, to fisheries that meet high environmental standards, enabling them to use a label that recognizes their environmental responsibility. So, you know, when you go shopping and you buy meat or something, well, I don't because I'm vegetarian. But I have to buy it (laughs) for my family. And it usually has some authority which says that the animals were kept in good conditions. You know, it's it's just like a trademark or a logo uh, that certifies you, um, that shows people that you're safe, basically. So this is what it is. This is the purpose. And the answer is A, to recognize fisheries that care for the environment. Now 25 goes down, talks a bit about this collapse, the crash that happened in 1999 and it says as a result of the collapse of the salmon runs in 1999 the state decided well what did it do and it says here the state reacted quickly Closing down all fisheries. That's it. They closed down all fisheries. Um, So the state decided to, and the answer is K, to close down all fisheries. As simple as that. And finally, this is question 26. In September 2000, the MSC allowed seven Alaska salmon companies so you go down to the final paragraph where you can see two thousand um what happened then well it we're looking for allowed a synonym for allowed it said seven companies producing alaska salmon were immediately granted permission so that means allowed To display the MSC logo on their products. Um, So, what's the synonym? Well, the answer is F to label their products using the MSC logo. Nothing too tricky there, I have to say. Um, It is an earlier book it's book seven i know everybody's telling me that um the right the reading's getting more difficult i think you can notice that in the course books as they go to we're on number 14 now but actually from what my students are telling me who take the test they're getting eights and nines in reading like i've never seen before um I don't know if that's a result of my course. Hmm. Could be, maybe. <laughs> uh, or the vocabulary course. I don't know. But my students are getting really high scores on listening and reading at the moment. But writing is getting more difficult. It really is, and and what doesn't make sense is that these students who are getting 8 and 9 in everything else are still struggling to get 7 in writing. Um, And I, I see this happening so much nowadays. I don't know what the answer is. I think I have a course, as you know. The course takes you through everything you need to do for the writing, but ultimately it's the practice and the feedback that will um make you know make a difference i mean it's all very well reading about it and doing exercises but until you sit down regularly and do a 40 minute test get the ideas get the vocabulary you need Get feedback on on how you're how well you're matching what they want you to do. Then it's going to be very very difficult to get a seven. And I have to be really truthful about this. I'm not making any promises because without that level of practice, you're you're not developing. You're you're not getting anywhere closer to a seven um it's just these days taking so much more to get a 7 um it's it's not just a question of oh i don't know i i don't know i, I the students tell me they put a lot of work in but in the academy i offer a weekly writing feedback um which is included, but every week I get about five or six regular people, I would say, out of about 300. Um, and that's not a complaint. I'm not complaining about that at all because I don't know if 300 people gave me their essay <laughs> on a weekly basis. I don't know what I would do, but I am started to rethink, um, how I can help people with writing Um, I don't know yet I've got some plans Um, the course is just a start but unless people are regularly giving me stuff to mark and give feedback then they're not going to improve that is just the truth the tough love of the situation it's a skill it's like any other skill like playing the piano You've got to do it daily, consistently. It's going to cause tears of frustration. Um, but the people who keep at it do get there in the end. Right, sorry, that's the end of the lecture. Um, I'll I'll go now. Um, if you have any thoughts on what you think you need to do to help your writing, or maybe what helped you, what made the difference for you, then please do let us know and share um your experience i'd love to hear from you um get in touch if we can help other people do the same then that would be great wouldn't it okay thanks for listening and um i'd like oh sorry i want to say hello to hannah hannah says i'm her bedtime story and um hannah says i need to speak louder i'm really sorry hannah i i just this is what the podcast sets it at i'm talking right into the microphone i'm really sorry about that you could maybe try a different um platform to listen to it on because i listen to it on apple i i what are they called apple podcasts and it's fine and i listen to it on anchor and i check it and it's fine So I don't know if you might need to change the platform you listen to it on. Um, But thank you for listening and thanks for letting me know. Okay, speak to you next week. Bye, guys. Bye-bye.